0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friend, you sweet soul, my sibling. Thank you so much for allowing Empower Radio and me to be a part of your day today. You know Albert Einstein has said that time is an illusion, but on this planet, this illusion is a persistent one and one that causes all of us to appear to age. And whether it is us or ones that we love, getting older is an inevitable part of our human journey. I'm personally, and I'm witnessing many of my friends deal with loved ones that are embarking upon their final chapter, and we can have many confusions and concerns and questions about how to best navigate the sometimes very challenging terrain. I'm honored and very happy to have a dear friend with me and an expert in this field to support, inform, and educate us. We're here with Kelly O'Connor. Kelly is an award-winning elder care consultant and elder rights advocate based in Denver, Colorado. Her national practice includes a network of professionals committed to quality care, life enrichment, community engagement, safety, and dignity for elders. While caring for ailing and aging family members in her 20s, Kelly had a successful career in the fashion industry in Los Angeles and New York. However, her heart was calling her to contribute her talents in a more meaningful way. She returned to graduate school, moved to Colorado, and started volunteering with various philanthropic organizations, including hospice. This opened her heart, mind, and life to her second career in the senior living industry. She's worked in almost every area of the field, including independent living, assisted living, memory care, skilled nursing, hospice, and home care, and has served more than 1,000 families across the nation. Kelly holds a master's degree in spiritual psychology and professional advancement certification in gerontology. She also received her certified senior advisor, certified dementia practitioner, and certified placement and referral specialist designations. In 2017 she was honored with the Young Professionals and Aging Award for the state by the Colorado Gerontological Society and in 2019 the Unsung Heroes Foundation's Woman of the Year. In 2020 Kelly began a weekly television segment on Fox 31's Colorado Best show and was listed as a top dementia expert by Colorado Health and Wellness magazine. So Kelly, thank you for saying yes to this important conversation today. I'm so excited to be connecting with you.
1: Thank you so much, Tammy. I've been looking forward to being on your show. I've listened to it for quite some time and so honored to be a guest here with you today. Yes. And we went to school together maybe 20, 25 years
0: ago when (laughs) we were both getting our degree in um, a master's in spiritual psychology. I can't believe it was that long ago and that time has gone by so quickly, and I guess sometimes it does
1: feel that way, doesn't it? It does. It's really in in some some segments, it seems like a long time ago, and other times it feels like yesterday.
0: Yeah, time is a weird, persistent illusion, and <laughs> um, yeah, one, it's hard to wrap our mind around because I think our souls are souls are ageless, and uh, so it's a, it's a weird subject, but an important one to deal with on this planet.
1: It certainly is. And that's what in in our society, you know, we tend to be age adverse. We also tend to be death adverse. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is, I, I think death is as a part of life, as much of a part of life as birth is. It's just mm-hmm. one end of the spectrum um, as we live our lives as ourselves. And uh, really how we um, relate to those issues um, really is the issue. And there's really opportunity to come at peace. You know, there's one thing we talk about in our industry, and it's called anticipatory grief. And mm-hmm. it's when you know that, you know, the inevitable is coming, and you really need to work through the grief ahead of time in order to really be present. Uh, Mm -hmm. for another in the process. And that's what we do a lot of times with our clients is really just help them guide them along the process so that they can really be there for their loved ones and serve them um, in high service that they'll be called to at in the later years and end of life.
0: Mm. And it sounds like that's really about learning to be more present in an unflinching way when we're dealing with subjects that can be very painful and challenging to, um, witness and certainly to participate with.
1: It is. And, you know, my first um, experience was uh, I was 23. I was living in Los Angeles. I was working in the fashion business and uh, my parents and my family lived in Florida. That's where I was raised. And um, I got a call that my mom had breast cancer. She was only 48 at the time. I was 23, and you know, I didn't have that much invested in my career at 23. So, I went home, and I was raised in a multi-generational home. So, we had two grandmothers who also lived with us at the time, and so it was quite a crisis for our for our family. Both of my parents were also entrepreneurs, and you know, here I was, 23 years old, just trying to take care of my grandmothers, take care of my mom, sort through things. And that was about a four and a half year journey. She passed away. And then um, I was uh, left with responsibilities with my brothers um, to care for my mom's mom, who was in her 90s, and support her through her passing. And so you know, I thought, wow, that was a really bad time in life. You know, I got all of that finished with, and now I was going to go on with my life. And it was only in retrospect that I was able to look back and say, no, this was a very, very rich and valuable, important part of my journey. It's not just a bad time in life. It is life. And that's uh, Mm -hmm. sort of the piece that I was able to make about that process. I needed to do it in retrospect. And I really try to help my clients moving forward so that they can really see this uh, for the opportunity that it is. And as they're able to work through their own grieving.
0: Yeah, as I listen to you, I, I have a such a strong sense in knowing that this isn't just a career for you. It is, it's part of your purpose. It's part of your soul's gifts. You know, in retrospect, you can see that there were glimpses of what was to come. And it's uh, you're very uniquely qualified to do exactly what you're doing. And it seems your heart is so open through the process, which is a, it's a priceless gift that you offer anyone that knows you.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for saying that. Um, I'm not the most popular person at a dinner party because everyone wants to share <laughs> their their caregiving journey with me and about their <laughs> dead relatives. Um, but um, but it is it is so meaningful and rich, and it is a gift because if I di- if I was not given this unique perspective um, on you know what life and elder life is about. I wouldn't be able to do it in in the way that I in the way that I have. So I'm definitely grateful um, for that. I couldn't have chosen this on my own. I probably wouldn't have.
0: No, it's um, you're unique. You know, it's not a popular probably area for people to work. I think it takes a you know, I've done a little bit of hospice volunteering and I've known some I, I call them earth angels that are the forefront of these types of um, industries and situations. And it takes a very special, special soul to be able to to keep their heart open through these these types of challenges in this type of terrain. And um, you definitely have an incredible gift. And I'm, I'm personally so blessed to know you and so blessed to be able to hold space for you to share um, some of your wisdom and experiences with our audience today. So Kelly, you say the industry has a major opportunity to do better and celebrate elders in a bolder way. What do you mean when you say that?
1: So it's been interesting. I came into the industry in 2010 and not coming from a clinical background. um, I didn't really know what I was walking into. Um, So I really started learning the industry from the ground up. And what I found is that so much of senior living whether it's independent living, assisted living, memory care, um, or skilled nursing, um, all a lot of that grew up from the clinical model. Mm-hmm. So it grew up from people needing care, and there's a lot of us that are in this end ages and movement where yes, people need care and we want to be there to support them, but this is their life. They are active and engaged in their life. And Mm -hmm. so how do we shift the model from a clinical, a medical model into something where we're truly supporting these people in living a full and vibrant life, whatever that might look like. Mm -hmm. And so that's really the opportunity that that I've seen and You know, I work with uh, hundreds of assisted livings here in the metro area and with other uh, elder care consultants around the country. And, you know, I'm not that popular sometimes because I do walk in to say, we can't just put people into a box. We can't warehouse our elders. We can't treat their family members who are busy taking care of their own family and working usually and um, shuffle them through a system You know, this is truly about being of high service as organizations and as caregivers. And so how can we do that in a bigger and bolder way? So I've embarked on this um, crusade, really to look at not only senior living, but also to look at the senior products industry and what kind of products that we're designing to help people live in that longevity generation. You know, people don't want that big bulky life alert, I've fallen and I can't get up button. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a company that I'm working with now that they have a really cute locket um, that is a is a life alert, if you will, um, a medical device product. So there's a lot of innovation that's happening in the industry. And I'm just so grateful that I know people and can really encourage them along their path uh, to support our elders in their longevity lifestyle.
0: And bringing about such um, joy and style and respect and, and reverence to this demographic that a lot of people maybe don't want to look at. Um, and I love something that you do. You combine your love of form and fashion with your passion for seniors. And you say it's a disruptive force urging the senior products industry to innovate and function and in style. I love some of the images that you share on your Facebook page. <laughs> so I want you to talk a little bit about where people can find that and some of the inspirations that uh, you've come up with to, to share some of these beautiful forms and fashions.
1: Well, I have, I mean, my, my seniors, you know, my elders, the older adults that I work with are amazing. They are so fun and engaged in life. They have amazing stories. If we just take the time to listen. And so wh- what I've really come to see is that they aren't you know, people talk about over the hill as a concept and it's like life should be different because we've passed our prime. It's like, oh no, we are just gaining steam in our life because as we age, you know, I find that my elders, um, I had one gal, she, she made a little sort of off color comment and it was hysterical. And I just burst out laughing and her daughter was so embarrassed. And her daughter said to me, um, I'm so, so sorry. And she said, mother, cut that out. And the mom said, I am too old to be polite. I am tired of being polite. And I said, girl, I get it. <laughs> and we just, we just laughed and laughed. And it's amazing. I've, I've started out on TikTok. And how many grandparents and great grandparents are on TikTok? Uh, They are relevant. They are fun. I have befriended a wonderful gal called Sassy Gran, and she is 94 years old, and she is beautiful and fun and funny and sassy, just like her name is. And so part of it, none of us want to be put in this old lady box, And so I have an article that's coming out soon and it says, gone are the days of little old ladies. None of us want to be in that box. So why would we design products, whether they be clothing or footwear or medical devices and things that people need to support them for living in that on the go lifestyle? Like, why, why would we uh, design things differently for them than we would for ourselves And so that's the part of the humanity that I'm bringing back into this elder life. It's like, these are real people that want to be fun and fashionable and expressive. That's really where I'm heading and any way that I can get that message out, I'm doing my best. Oh, I just love that so much. And I I think
0: it is, it's about bringing that sense of joy and um, respect and, and fun into individuals' lives and into our lives, about enjoying the journey more. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, and to see how technology has brought us together, Mm -hmm. uh, especially intergenerations, um, to be able to see how uh, FaceTime and Zoom technology and Facebook and, like I mentioned, TikTok, um, we're seeing intergenerational uh, learning and experiences that are happening that are so sweet and beautiful that we hadn't had access to before. It's mm-hmm. really we're we're really in a precious time for our elders. And a lot of people say that um, elders, you know, can't do technology. And I found that a lot. It was a lot of my boomers who were having more difficulty with technology because some of the elders had their um, tablets and they'd been doing telehealth for a while. Um, And so during COVID, it was really a lot of the boomers that were struggling with technology more than it was the elders sometimes.
0: I did not know that.
1: Uh It was funny. Really funny.
0: How fun and interesting is that? So something we talked about um, earlier is the importance, again, of laughter, of joy. And I think this is about keeping our heart open All of the time. So, can you talk a little bit about that? Because to me, I've known you for a long time and you are the embodiment of joy. I think that's such an important ingredient in every aspect of our life.
1: Well, as I was starting my company, they were asking me what I wanted to do, and it was to celebrate our elders every day. My mother passed away when she was 52 years old. She did not get the privilege of living a long and beautiful life. And so that's part of it. It's like we are living in precious time, and every day that we have together is a celebration. And especially for those people that are living into their 80s, 90s, and 100s. It's really time to to celebrate who they are. And yes, there are some tragic things that happen over a lifetime. Um, end of life, there are some health concerns that need special addressing, but they're those precious little glimpses into life um, to really be able to, um, you know, those are the yummy parts to really be able to lean into those moments where you have a precious conversation. Some of the situations we get in in the caregiving journey are are ludicrous. I recently had shoulder surgery and I had home care people coming in my house and they had to help me with everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. And if I didn't laugh along the journey, it would have, it would have been very awkward and embarrassing. And it was a little bit of that, but we were able to laugh along the journey. So I put out a series of videos talking about the caregiving experience and how we can really uh, make the most of it. That's so interesting. And I love that uh, you got to be on both sides of that. You know,
0: it's, uh, it can give you definitely a more well-rounded perspective when When dealing with this, as a giver and a receiver,
1: yes. And I think when we take time, especially, to speak to our elders, um because they're older, there's a lot less um, what would I say, a, a lot less uh, restraint mm-hmm. in in their communication and in the stories they're willing to willing to tell. So those are the things, if we just take time to listen, to hear the stories that that they will share with us about their journey, about their youth, about falling in love, about dating, about um, a woman that they used to work with who uh, was stirring up trouble in the workforce. I mean, you can Mm -hmm. get some amazing stories. Those are so precious. And Um, From an intergenerational standpoint, I also encourage young people to, you know, do a video project and start to get some of these uh, really amazing stories on video and capture this to preserve the legacy of who your elders are and who they will be in the future of your family. Yeah, I did that with...
0: um... A dear, dear uh, man that helped raise us, we called him our uncle and he was in hospice and we we have our had our uh, video our cameras or phones with us and we would take some videos and I go back and I just I just laugh. It seemed to me that his soul was closer to the surface like there was no ego there was no pretense there was no reason to pretend to be anything other than what was who he was in in a very present and authentic
1: way and to me these were priceless moments yep yeah, you've worded it perfectly that's the that's what i get to experience every day and people ask me a lot of times how can you do this work it's just because of what you mentioned there's no pretense It is what it is. Here's where we are and what do we do now and how can we celebrate this moment? And I love that. To me, you know, my
0: intention is to open my heart to the greatest degree possible and live, you know, a soul based life. And it seems to me you get to be at the forefront with a lot of people
1: that are doing that very thing. And it's a rare way of being. And that's what I've always appreciated about you is uh, your commitment to living that way and how you encourage others um, to to really live their fullest uh, and most authentic life. And that's the same thing. Um, that I get to do. Many people don't experience others that that have that type of of belief and don't have that type of approach to life. And so to be able to be an example, to say, it's okay if you're really frustrated and mad and just pissed off today because of the situation that's happening, it's okay. Let's Mm -hmm. be there together. And if you have a moment when you're sad, let's be there. The, The caregiving journey is exhausting. And people really have to take care of themselves. And um, also for our elders, you know, I can't imagine the frustration, um, you know, of not being able to do the things that that they have been able to do and to really be able to be present with them, no matter what's coming forward. It's truly, truly, truly a gift.
0: Oh, it is. And it, it again, can be a very challenging gift. And I, I feel like our, um, it's like the... The diamond that's being pressurized, it's like the gold that's going through the fire to make us as brilliant as possible. And that's not always done when things are just simple, when things are just easy. It's like so much of um, our potential occurs when things are the most challenging. I look back at my life and I know my growth, my expansion occurred The biggest portions occurred during my my greatest um, challenges, my most significant pain. But I think, you know, to quote our teachers, use everything and especially the challenges for your
1: learning upliftment and growth. Absolutely. And, you know, no one can be perfect on the caregiving journey. We're Mm -hmm. all going to make mistakes um, in, in life. It's just a part of it. We do the best that we can, but I always tell the caregivers, you have no idea how amazing that you're doing, even on your toughest days. And you're going to be able to look back one day and you're going to see how strong and amazing that you were in this moment right now. What a beautiful and important message because, yeah, we can get down
0: on ourselves. And I I know some people that are caregivers and, and they have so many different emotions that they struggle with and... And guilt and frustration, and, and they beat themselves up. And you touched on this a little bit, Kelly, but I'd love you to share a little bit more. What advice, what suggestions might you have for people that are in that
1: role of caregiver? Probably, I think there's two things. Um, the first is you need your girlfriends um, or your guy friends. Like you need your tribe of people that you can go to um, to support you through this process. A lot of times caregivers will lose themselves in the caring of another Mm -hmm. and the quality of their caring, uh, will be dependent upon their own self-care. It's the whole, you know, story about put your mask on before you put someone else's mask on. It's hard to remember, but with the right team of people rallied around you, they will remind you, they will help you, um, in that process, um, and so that's really the, the, the biggest piece of advice. And then the other thing is that many people don't know that there's elder care consultants like myself that exist. So there are professionals that have actually been through this journey hundreds and thousands of times before that can help guide and shine a light on the path for you as you're walking through that might short circuit some of those uh, learning experiences and make it a little bit easier along the way. And so I always, you know, encourage people to definitely get um, their tribe, but also bring in experts when that can be of benefit um, to the family. So I can't believe this. We have like
0: a minute left. Please <laughs> tell people where they can find you,
1: get a hold of you, ask you questions and learn more. Absolutely. So they call me Senior Care Kelly. So my web address is seniorcarekelly.com. My email is very easy. It's Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at seniorcarekelly.com. You can reach out. You can always call our office at 720-502-0020. And I'm all over social media too, which is great under Senior Care Kelly. So I look forward to connecting with all of your listeners, Tammy. Thanks so much for having me here today. I'm just thrilled and honored. I've been wanting you here for a long time.
0: And I'm very excited that you said yes to a show with me next week about how we want to choose to um, age in our own personal lives, which I think is such an important subject. So, Kelly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the b- bottom of my heart for sharing your heart and wisdom with our listeners and to my friends, thank you for allowing Empower Radio and for us to be a part of your day. Please know that you are my meditations, my thoughts, my prayers, and I want to be in touch with you. TammyBPhD.com. Find me on Facebook or Instagram, and you can always email me at tammybphd@gmail.com at gmail.com with your thoughts, ideas, anything you want to share. And just know that um, we're sending you blessings of grace, ease, peace, comfort, joyful aging, and ever-expanding love. God bless you. Onward and upward.